0: Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Manifest with Tori D Simone. I'm your host, Tori D Simone, and I hope you guys are having, let's be honest, as good of a Monday as we can. Um, it's been a really tough past week, and um, I, I don't even know how to. I've restarted this episode now five times because I just don't know what to say. And I think that's the most authentic human experience that I can share with the state of the world is I don't know what to say because what is there to say? Um, if you are looking for information, news, political commentary, human rights, whatever, activism, whatever the word that I'm looking for is that I can't seem to find, Manifest with Tori Simone has never been that show for it. It's always been a place for light, positivity, um, an escape from whether what's going on in the world or in your personal lives. It's a twenty to sixty minute show once a week about finding your best self through spirituality, being productive, habits, routines. Ways to like level up in your life. And that's what I want to remain constant. Um, so if you are looking for news, I know you're not turning to this show to find it, which is why I feel okay still doing an episode. Earlier in the week, I was debating if I even wanted to put one out today because it just felt like tone deaf. Like there is so many bigger problems going on in the world. Like, how could I just sit here and talk about like balance? You know what I mean? Like I go on TikTok and I I see, I see what you guys are seeing. Like we see the same stuff. And then I see like, get ready with me for a night out. I'm like, it's giving tone deaf. So I, I didn't want to be tone deaf, but I also know that as humans, we need an escape and that's all I want manifest to be. Even in the darkest times when things just feel so heavy, I, I always want manifest to be a constant of light. And I, I don't know what else there is to really say other than if you're looking for education on what's going on, hard stance, political commentary. It's not coming from the show. There are so many incredible resources out there to learn more, to really see what's going on in the world, but it's not going to come from the show just because that's never been what the show is about. Um, and I think I'm just going to leave it at that because like I said, I've, I've redone this intro so many times because it it feels so wrong, ignorant, tone deaf to not address what's going on. But at the same time, the dance, the balance of addressing it while giving the escape to people that are seeking it. And personally, I'm seeking it. Like I'll be first to admit, like it's uncomfortable to see what's going on, and um, we need escapes. We need things that remain constant and spread love and light and positivity. And I want that to be this today. So, um, I'm just, I'm sending so much love to you, no matter what you're going through no matter what you're experiencing, just know I am sending so much love to you. And, um, that's what I want the show to be. Whether it's 20 minutes of an escape. Or just a feeling of talking with a friend, I'm sending so much love to you today and every day and for the rest of this week. And whatever happens, this will be, this can be a light to you. So that's, I just, I'm gonna move on, um, but just know that I'm having the exact same human experience that you are. And I'm feeling the same things you are. Um, Okay. All right. So yeah. All right. Balance. <laughs> I, I want to talk about balance in our day-to-day life and um in, I'm going right now through yoga teacher training and it has been s- incredible. It's been so life-changing and I'm only like 30 hours in, I can't wait to see what 200 hours of it turns into, but I'm just loving every single second of it. And a lot of discussions are coming up in yoga teacher training that I constantly feel drawn to, to talk more about. And a few episodes back, I was explaining kind of like the direction that I wanted this podcast to go. And a big part of this podcast, the direction is mentorship. Um, but included within that mentorship are almost like homework assignments where it's like work to be bettering ourselves after each episode. So yeah, I could come on here and be like, these are, you know, tangible tips, but also what, what can you walk away with that? It's like, you know, how can I reflect throughout the week to be better about what it is that we talked about? So today I kind of want to incorporate that when we talk about balance. So we're going to talk about balance in our day-to-day life, balance in our jobs, balance in our friendships, balance in our boundaries and imbalance of balance. Um just a lot of balance today, okay? So we're going to talk about balance why it's so important, but I also want to tie this kind of back into what I'm learning in yoga and then we'll end off with some tangible tips. I have some journal prompts thrown in there and I'm, I'm, I'm excited for this episode's topic. So, um, all right. So let's dive into balance. So there is a, um, I don't want to get to yoga because I am a student. I am in yoga teacher training. I'm not the teacher. I'm not an expert. Um, but there is a book that I'm working through in yoga teacher training, and it's called The Yamas and the Niyamas. And essentially, the yamas and niyamas are yoga's ethical practice. And in the first yama, it's called ahimsa. And within ahimsa, it's essentially nonviolence and how to practice nonviolence. And yes, there is the obvious like you don't punch other people, but it's also like the obvious of you don't talk poorly about yourself. And then it goes into creating balance. Is a form of self care, and self care is, you know, the opposite of violence. So it it all ties together. And when we were going through the the teachings of nonviolence, one of the passages of creating balance was it really stuck out to me, and I I wanted to kind of dissect it a bit more and really go through it together. Um, So we're going to talk about balance and then I have questions to kind of work through some affirmations and some tangible tips on how to maintain or should I say attract and maintain balance in our daily lives. So The book that I'm reading, um, it's called The Yamas and the Niyamas. If you guys are watching it on YouTube, I have it on the screen. I will have the book link down below and also the YouTube video link down below. If you guys want to watch this on YouTube, highly recommend to watch on YouTube. Um, Okay, but this is the first Yama Ahimsa uh, Creating Balance, and it's from the book The Yamas and the Niyamas by Deborah Adele. And this is what I have highlighted, and we'll kind of dive deeper into some questions that I had arise from it and just tangible tips of creating balance in our lives. So our best self is in balance. Think about the times you were short with others because of too much work to do or too much caffeine and sugar or a restless night of sleep. Imbalance in our systems is almost a certainty for violence as the dis-ease we feel within finds its way to in outward expression. Balance creates harmony within us and harmony within naturally expresses itself in external actions that are harmonious. Dr. Phil Nuremberger emphasizes the importance of balance when he says the deep harmony of balance is my most precious commodity and I guard it fiercely. I love that. We're going to write that down later. Creating balance in our lives is not an easy thing. We are a hungry, noisy group of people bombarded with stimulation and advertisements that promise to grant us our deepest desires. If we are not on purpose with creating balance for ourselves, we can easily fall victim to false promises and fill every breathable space with appointments and activities And all of the responsibilities that go with a full agenda. We are bombarded and we bombard ourselves. And our calendars reveal the truth of our craziness. The repercussions are inescapable, immeasurable, and violence to ourselves and those around us. Like the body, the mind and soul need time to digest and assimilate. Like the body, the mind and soul need time to rest. We create this rest by allowing space that we can breathe in, not more clutter, but more space, space to reflect, space to journal, space for closure, space for imagination, and space to feel the calling of a life force within us. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation, the list really is endless. So from blue light glasses, starlight therapy, to EMF management, and circadian-friendly lighting, BonCharge products help you naturally address the issues of our modern-day way of life effortlessly with maximum impact. One of my favorite products from BonCharge is their infrared sauna blanket. Balance comes from listening to the guidance and wisdom of the inner voice. Balance will look different in each of us and even different in each of us at different times. To be in tune with ourselves, we must get quiet and listen and then heed this inner voice. This voice does not push or bombard or make promises. This inner wisdom simply knows what we need to be vital, healthy, and in deep harmony. Spreading ourselves thin looks impressive, but in the end, we are always the first to lose. The health and well-being of our body, mind, and spirit is a powerful resource. And by keeping ourselves in balance, we can stride through life with greater competence and ease. We meet life from an inner place of harmony when we are in balance. And I wanted to read this because I just thought it was so beautiful. And when we were learning about it in training, it it just brought on a, a gorgeous conversation that I know I wanted to bring onto this podcast of balance because it is so the truth that we are often thrown out of balance and we live outside of balance. We live in the imbalance. And I think we're always searching for the balance. We always like the comfort of we can do it all. You know, that's comforting to hear that we can do it all. And we want to be able to do it all. We want to be the people that can spread themselves thin and make it look effortless and make it look easy and have it all. I'm getting ahead of myself, so I'm going to let that marinate for a minute. But if you guys have a journal or you want to come back and revisit this at a time when you do have a journal. I have questions, affirmations and journal prompts that I think we can all kind of work through and create just like a really gorgeous discussion of balance. And then I have a few tangible tips. Um, Okay. So an affirmation when it comes to balance that I want you to write down or say to yourself is what they said in the, in the book, which was the deep harmony of balance is my most precious commodity, and I guard it fiercely. I'll say that again. The deep harmony of balance is my most precious commodity, and I guard it fiercely. The second affirmation that I want you to write down and say to yourself is, I trust, I listen, and I am guided by my inner wisdom to maintain balance. I trust, I listen, and I am guided by my inner wisdom to maintain balance. I have a series of questions for you guys that I want you to journal or think or just discuss within yourself or to your friends. Um, And I have these questions and we'll kind of work through them together too. And these are questions that I just created from the passage that I just read to you guys. So the first question that I have to you is what does a balanced life look like to you? This answer is going to be different for everybody. To me, a balanced life is living in alignment with my best self. And my best self is my higher self. My higher self knows that I need a spiritual practice to ground me. Like for example, with everything going on in the world right now, I went to a teacher training yesterday. And when I went, I was very stressed out. I was really scared. I cried right before. I was overwhelmed. I was just really stressed out. And I left yoga teacher training feeling incredibly grounded and almost, yeah, just grounded is like the best way to put it. And it was because I got out of my head and lived in the moment and I moved the energy that I was feeling through my yoga practice and just being present in the moment rather than living on the internet or in the what ifs of what could come. A balanced life for me is met with an abundance of love and quality time from those that I truly care about, my family, my friends, my relationship. And on the flip side of this, a balanced life is also met with discomfort as I decline hanging out, meeting up, or saying no to people or things or events that don't excite me, don't align with me, or don't suit what's best for my higher self. So with that, acknowledging that there's discomfort in balance and there's imbalance within the balance and balance itself is a balancing act and balanced life for me is feeling a peace. It's feeling peace in my career and like, yes, stressful moments come up and work, but as long as my career overall brings me joy, happiness and peace, I feel really balanced. So that's the first question that I want you to think of. What does a balanced life look like to you? The next question, is balance attainable? Personally, I think at times, yes. But 100% of the time, no. No way. Realistically, I don't think balance is always attainable because life is Balancing act. Like there are going to be days where you just simply can't do it all. And the balance of it all is accepting that there's imbalance in certain days. And it's accepting that that's just going to have to be okay. For example, this week, um, I just ended up having something happen in the beginning of the week that just kind of threw things off. And um, it just meant some things wouldn't get done this week. And that's just going to have to be okay. And that's, it's not even something that I can do next week. I can't. Like it's, I missed it. I can't do it anymore. And that's just going to have to be okay. So yeah, it's imbalanced. But the peace is the balance. Making peace with the imbalance of the week, of the to-do list, that is going to have to be okay. The balance in the imbalance is waking up to the idea that tomorrow is a new day with new opportunities to realign my ideal balanced life. And there are definitely going to be times in my life when my career takes precedence over everything else. Like, for example, when I set up my fitness studios, like back in 2018, when we were building Stride Phoenixville, like my life was so out of balance because the only thing that I cared about was that studio. When I was setting up in 2024 Stride Sea Isle, the only thing I cared about was that studio. This past June, when I was opening up my second studio down to the beach, the only thing I cared about was opening that studio. Like Everything else fell to the wayside. It was Stride and nothing else. And that was my life. And it was totally out of balance because I wasn't in balance, right? Because I was, I was just out of whack and that's how life is sometimes. And that has to be okay. Um, But I also know when I'm really out of balance because things get pushed to the wayside, spiritual practice, gone, quality time, gone, sleep, gone, workouts, gone. I tend to be really unpleasant in these moments, but that's just how life is and It's recognizing that it's a temporary feeling, but I also know that I have ways to get back into balance once a season of imbalance has passed. And oftentimes to reach a new level in your life, you have to get out of balance. And that is met with discomfort. Leveling up is disrupting balance and any disruption in our life is uncomfortable but it's temporarily living in the discomfort to create a new equilibrium for ourselves. So yeah, balance is attainable, but I would argue that it's only met with moments of imbalance because that is like truly where we grow. The next question that I have for you to journal or discuss or just think about is how do I know when I am living out of balance? Personally, I tend to lash out. And I also know when I'm stressed. Like I think we all can understand the universal feeling of stress. And stress is a pretty big indicator of, okay, something is not jiving well with me. And that typically leads to an imbalance of something, but I tend to lash out. So I will bottle things up and I explode on one person at one time. And then I move on. It's typically my mom. Sorry, mom, but you typically do get the brunt of it, which is not fair to you, but sorry, at least I'm comfortable with you in order to do it. Sorry. Um But for me, I, I tend to bottle things up and then it explodes and then it's like, okay, moving on. Um, also I know if I don't have time to work out, that's another indication that I'm really out of balance and spreading myself too thin because workouts to me are really important in my inner peace. And when I'm at peace, I find balance within myself. I find harmony within myself. I feel alignment within myself. I feel like my best self is living authentically. Um, so how do I know when I'm living out of balance? When my inner peace is disrupted, to put it simply. And um, my inner peace can be defined through workouts, not having stress, things like that. The next question, what balancing acts can I do to become balanced again? For me, a big thing is moving and exchanging energy. Stick with me on this. Um, This is really big for me. So examples of this include walking. Walking is such a huge way to move energy. Yes, I talk a lot about morning sunlight walks, just going for like a 20-minute loop around the corner, around the cul-de-sac, around the block to get your morning sunlight. It's super important, but it's also really important just to wake up and move the energy that has been created. When we sleep, we dream. Um, our un- our subconscious kind of absorbs everything from the day and and compartmentalizes it. And we wake up either feeling a certain way or um, when we have something on our mind when we first wake up. Like It's just really important to move the energy that we we built overnight. And it's also just a really great way to clear the mind and just get things rolling. So moving energy is really huge for me. Walking is such a great way to do it. Obviously, another great way to do it is yoga or any form of working out, running, fantastic way to get energy moving, Um, lifting weights, any working out is just incredible. Another thing is journaling like this. If you guys are doing questions along with this and journaling this stuff down as we work through today's episode, it's really a great way to get aligned with your intentions and your intuition and trust yourself and trust what it is that is being brought to the surface with each question um but journaling is a really great way to move energy also speaking like i'm someone that externally processes things so that's why therapy is really great for me because i'm able to talk through things um i talk to my mom a lot about things i talk to my boyfriend a lot about things like i i'm a verbal processor so i really I talk through things for it to make sense to me. And that is an exchange of energy, you know, speaking it into existence and then receiving something in return, typically words. It's really big for me. So that's something that when I feel imbalanced, I kind of get back in it by moving energy in the form of walking, yoga, journaling, speaking, things like that. Sometimes I just need to like shake up the energy and move through it, you know what I mean? And also another thing is to see the imbalance through. If I disrupt the process of imbalance, it's never going to close that energy loop because it's just going to always stay open. For example, if we're taking like the times when I'm very imbalanced in my life, like when I'm setting up a studio, if I'm like, you know what? This is way too imbalanced. I'm just going to stop it right now. And if I stop setting up a studio in the middle of construction – I'm always going to be living with that imbalance because that is never going to then finish. Like it's never going to close that that energy loop, that balance loop, that imbalance, right? So even though it's causing a temporary disturbance in my alignment, when something is imbalanced, I need to see it through. I need to finish the loop. I need to close it out. Like I I need to see it through even though it feels uncomfortable and even though it's imbalance like you can't live a life of balance without having the imbalance it's it's a it's a constant scale you know life is life can't always be balanced so seeing through the imbalance is important and that's something that I just have to see through in a balancing act to once again become balanced in my life the next question that I have for you is how can I create space in my life to create balance How can I create space in my life to create balance? Advice I heard from a good friend of mine is have your first word be a breath. Take a beat before you answer a question. Take a breath before you answer a question, especially a question that is asking for your time or for your energy. Before the default action is to fill the empty days or months in our calendar, agenda, to do list, whatever it is. truly ask yourself, is this something that I really want to do? And be very truthful with that response. I think another thing that you can do to create space is to really sit with yourself, like physically making the space to sit with yourself, journaling, meditating, very obvious ways of sitting with yourself. But then there's also like the not so obvious things that we have the opportunity to do, but we fill it with other things so that we don't have the space. For example, going to the bathroom without your phone. How many times a day do we go to the bathroom and is your phone with you at all times? Like, honestly, what if you just went to the bathroom without your phone? That's some space right there. Or just naturally falling asleep without the TV on, without reading a book. Like, what if you just laid your head on the pillow And let your mind wander and go to sleep. That right there is space. That's when we're really able to open and expand our mind. Just being open to these like fluid thoughts that come and go. Sit with yourself just for a few minutes without distraction and really listening to what your body and mind are asking for as that's your intuition talking, that's your soul talking, that's your inner wisdom, that's your higher self. Like, Listen to that. Honor that. But the only way that that's going to come through and channel to you is if you present it the space to do so. It kind of goes back into like, okay, we have a full day ahead of us that we don't have anything to do. What can I fill it with? Why fill it? Why do we feel the need to fill it? And I think that brings me to my next question, which is, Why do we feel the need to fill our calendar and days with things to do? This answer is obviously going to be different for everyone, but I have said this before on this podcast, but I've had a friend that was never able to sit still and she was always saying yes to everyone. Lunch, dinners, happy hours, errands, like she was such a yes man and she was so goddamn miserable because she was spread so thin doing such important nothings is like the best way to put it. It was important to her to do all these things, but it was a bunch of nothingness. Like It, it was nothing that was moving the needle in a direction of her life would become better from going to lunch with someone that she hasn't seen in two years to catch up it was not bettering her life to just say yes, to make the other person happy. Like it was just completely draining her and she was able to recognize us and turn it around. And now she lives a life of intention and pure happiness and a lot of inner peace. And it's been a beautiful transition to see and to witness, but why is it that we feel such a need to fill our calendar in days with things to do? I think the answer, like I said, is going to be different for everyone. But for me, I view this as like we live in a world that is highlight reel and we think, oh, like brunch will be fun. I can post a photo of it or I haven't seen this person in a while. Like I should meet up with them to go catch up because it's the nice or the right thing to do. But then it poses a question like, do we live out of moral obligation and and to who? Like genuinely, who cares about our lives more than us? No one. No one. No one really cares how I live my day-to-day life. Like, honestly, you listening to this podcast, do you genuinely care how I, Tori, live my day-to-day life? No, because it's not affecting you in any shape, way, or form. I'm not doing anything to cause harm. I'm not doing anything like that is going to affect your life. Like it it doesn't matter. So like we live out of an a moral obligation to fill our calendar of like, oh, I should do this. According to who? Who's saying well, I should go to lunch? I should do this. I should do that. What's this moral high ground that we we put ourselves in this standard of I should do this? I should do that. It says who? Who really matters? Who really cares about how we're living our life at the end of the day? I don't know. I don't I don't have that answer. We in I think just think that we inherently praise those that look like they can do it all, which brings me to my next question. Why do we praise those that spread themselves too thin? Why do we praise those that spread themselves too thin? It's like that saying in this book that is just gorgeous, spreading ourselves thin looks impressive, but in the end, we are the first to lose. Spreading ourselves thin looks impressive, but in the end, we are the first to lose. Why is it? Why do we praise those that spread ourselves too thin? And I, I have three people that came to my mind. The first one was Elon Musk. Okay. I don't know how this man has time for anything in his life. Talk about imbalance. Tesla, SpaceX, Twitter, like, yes, it is impressive to own, run, operate three giant giant corporations businesses like some of the leading stuff in the world to be run by one man i mean i th- i think that's what he does i i don't really keep up too much but i think that's what he does as far as i know But why does he get the praise for that? Because he's rich? Is he a thought leader? Is like, why does he get the praise? I don't know. I don't have that answer. Another person I think of is Taylor Swift. She's without a doubt the biggest celebrity in the world right now. And she's on world tours and jet settings and she's in movies and she's like going to football games and like creating the NFL to be like a frenzy. Like it's crazy. And she gets so much praise for it. Why? Is it because we view fame and wealth as success? Like, don't get me wrong. I love Taylor Swift. Like, I'm a Swiftie. I love Taylor Swift. But why do we praise world tours and, like, jet-setting every weekend and doing three-hour shows three nights a week back-to-back? Like, it's beyond impressive. And are we praising it because it's impressive? Again, I don't have the answer. It's kind of just a rhetorical question. And another one, I was I was just watching the Kardashians while I was having breakfast this morning, and Kim is all over the map doing events and shows and Dolce and & Gabbana and um, talking at Harvard and doing. Like, she's like they're really trying to show us the season like that she's not just in fashion that she's like an entrepreneur and she can do it all. And Courtney's whole argument is like, when is it ever going to be enough? You know, like are you ever going to be satisfied? What's the message that you're trying to send here? Like, take it all, make as much money as you can, like, spread yourself so thin. It's an ever, it's a never ending hamster wheel. And for what? If you can't slow down to appreciate the life that you built, you're always going to be out of balance. And I think it's easy to look at someone that, quote unquote, does it all and think, wow, like, they are so successful. Like, yeah, I look at Kim Kardashian. I'm like, damn, she is so successful. Is she, but is she happy? I don't know. She seems happy. But is success happiness? Is happiness the end all be all? Which brings me to, you know, another question, which we'll get to in a minute. But if you can't slow down to appreciate the life that you built – are you living in harmony with yourself? And we know that harmony is balance and we know that balance is peace. So, and even like in this recent episode of the Kardashians, Chris was like, I just want to slow down and like kind of get off the hamster wheel. It's like, okay, like you kind of wake up at a certain point and be like, all this for what spreading yourself so thin for what, for what, for praise from people that we already established. Don't, Care how we live our day to day life. Like for what is it for you? Are you trying to fulfill something internally? I don't have the answer. It's it's more so like, why is it that we praise and praise and praise people that can do it all? Just kind of, you see how like this is much deeper than just balance. It it really like poses a, a deep deep questions. Is busyness success? And that brings me to the next question of how do you. Define success. Again, incredibly personal, but for me, when I think of success, it comes down to one word, and that word is happiness. If I am successful in my spiritual practice, I feel bliss, I feel happiness, and I feel enlightenment as I do so. If I'm successful in my relationship, I am happy, I'm at ease, I'm in love. If I'm successful in friendships, I'm feeling loved, I'm happy, I'm laughing. If I'm successful in my career, I'm making money, I'm able to live a comfortable life, I'm sustaining my lifestyle, I'm happy, and I'm looking forward to working. How do you define success? And lastly, to tie this all together, the last question I have for you is, is success balance? And for me, the way that I just defined it, I would say yes. I would say that it is. I would say that when I am balanced, I'm successful, which is happy. And what makes me happy are my priorities in my balance, which is spiritual practice, friends, family, relationships, and career. And the way that I determine success in all three of those priorities that I just said result in happiness. So for me, the answer is yes. Balance is success, but success is different for everyone. So those are some questions that I want you to think about, talk about, sit with, journal about, you know, for this next week or so, just think about it. Notice these things, like just be aware of um, of the balance in your life or the imbalance and how do you feel working through imbalance and how does imbalance make you feel and it just goes deeper like that's why i just love this stuff like it just gets so deep the more you go into it it's it's awesome all right i have 3 tangible tips and 3 takeaways for this episode when it comes to living a balanced life the first one is to write down the priorities or pillars that create a balanced life and carve out time for them in your calendar and really be intentional with your time. For me, like like I said in no particular order, my pillars are spiritual practice, quality time with those closest to me, and my career. So I'm going to create a calendar, a daily agenda, a lifestyle around those three pillars. And anything that doesn't fall in line With those three pillars, I'm going to decline. And that brings me to my second tip, which is be okay with saying no and the discomfort that is going to come to the surface when you are creating balance. It is not anyone's business but yours how you live your life. Someone else's reaction to your life, it's none of your business, honestly. Even though it's your life, how they choose to react to your life, not your business. That's their thing to work through. It's not your responsibility to live up to the idea of you in someone else's head. If they expect you to say no, let me rephrase that. If they expect you to say yes to a coffee date or to a, can I pick your brain or let's go get dinner And you say no because for whatever reason, maybe it doesn't serve you, it doesn't align with you, you don't have time, whatever the reason might be. If you say no when they are expecting a yes, that is not your problem to deal with, it's theirs. And the last tip that I have is to sit with and work through the questions that we discussed above and to really see if you are living in balance or out of balance in your life. I could sit here and tell you the steps to finding balance, but honestly, you already know the answer because it's within you. It is your inner wisdom. It's your soul. It's your higher self. And it's up to you to maintain that balance and to guard it fiercely. And that's where I'm going to leave you. So yeah. Let me know what you guys think of this format of episode. It's definitely more so introspective, definitely more so journaling-esque, thought-provoking, homework assignment but I'd love to know your thoughts um, and if you enjoyed it. Um, and yeah, I, I'd, I'd love to know. I'm really excited to get deep in these conversations with you guys, the more that I learn Um, Like I said, I am going to keep yoga teacher training close to my heart and close to my chest while I'm going through it. But when I feel called on discussions that we kind of chat about in YTT to go deeper into, I'd love to kind of carry that onto this podcast because I'm learning that pretty much everything that we're learning in YTT We're talking about already on this podcast, and so many of us are talking about it in our day to day lives, and we don't even understand the origin of it or realize the origin of it. So, to kind of draw attention to that is really cool. Um, And I'm just, I'm just loving this journey that I'm on. So, it just feels authentic to share it. Thank you guys. Ouch! I just totally hit my elbow on my desk. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Manifest with Tori Simone. I love you guys um and i appreciate every single one of you it would mean the world if you guys could rate this episode five stars podcast five stars leave a positive review it really helps the show um but yeah i love you guys have a wonderful rest of your day i can't wait to talk to you guys next week oh i forgot to mention we have a book club and the first book of our book club um is going to be the untethered soul And that episode is coming out October 26th. So that's actually next Thursday. Um, We're reading The Untethered Soul and we are just going to discuss it on this podcast. So just read the book, listen in. I'm going to have a guest on with me to discuss the book and I'm really excited. So thank you guys so much. I love you guys. And I'll talk to you all next Monday. Happy Manifest Monday. And I'll see you guys soon. Bye guys.